Legends, how the heck are you? Welcome back to the film Virgin, episode 26, another piece of history. It's Miles here, I'm doing alright. I've just gotten home and there's no water. It sent me into a panic. I thought uh, I mustn't have paid the bill or something. And then I went on to Thames Water and they were like, if your water's not working, try all these steps. And it's like, check these valves work and your pipes aren't frozen. And then I watched a video on how to check your valves are working and stuff like that. And they give you six steps and you've got to follow all the... I mean, you don't. You can do whatever you want, I guess, but I like to play by the rules. So I followed all these steps. And then the last step is let us know. Call us. And I called them and there was just this automated thing saying there's a burst main, pipe main pipe thing in your area and we're currently working on fixing it and apologies you don't have any water and like that's fine I can deal with that they're they're trying to fix it and they're doing their best and I I honestly don't have any problems with Thames Water as a as a company they provide my water almost always but I just didn't think I had to go through those five steps you know I mean you figured that out for yourself by now but well actually I skipped one step five was check with your neighbors but I am not talking to them God, no. I've gotten seven months in this flat without ever introducing myself, and I do not intend on starting now. But in the meantime, I'm just one stinky boy who hasn't got to shower after his cycle. So episode 26, I'm going it alone again, back on my own. Watch Twilight. Twilight. I just, I don't know what... You'll hear me talk about it. I just don't know what people think of Twilight these days. I don't think it's particularly highly regarded. But you get to hear what I think of it. I hope you enjoy these uh, episodes when I'm on my own. I I know some of you do, definitely. But I also know that some of you are members of my direct family. So if you've got a real, real objection to them, let me know. But obviously I hope you can get some enjoyment from it. All right, well, I'll pass over to more of me talking to me about Twilight. Twilight, all righty. I didn't think I'd ever watch Twilight, but I guess I thought that about a lot of films. And here we are. All right. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'll talk to you at the end. Hello, mates. How's it going? I'm back. It's me. And it's only me. Oh yeah, are you excited? I'm pretty excited about this. I think. Perhaps unreasonably excited. You know what film I'm watching. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, What's new? It's midweek. I'm doing a midweek solo podcast. I'm all alone. It's a pretty horrible week we've been having. I just... Uh, cycled home in some torrential rain. It really wasn't pleasant at all. I was one soggy potato when I got home. I don't think that's an expression, but it is now. Soggy potato, is it? Soggy potato, how? I guess potatoes get soggy, but no more soggy than anything else. (laughs) Uh, 
Googling soggy potato is interesting. Soggy potato is a person who is lackluster in responding to emails, text messages, or basic conversation. That, I mean, that all applies to me, but that's not the definition I've used here. Uh, there's one uh, that's quite graphically sexual that I probably won't talk about, but it's uh, the number two. Oh, that's awful, in fact. God, I might have to edit out the soggy potato comment. It's the second definition on... Um, Urban Dictionary, if, uh, if you want to play along at home. That's really not nice. Did you guys know that? That's horrible. Oh, what? N- definition number three is awful. Someone isn't... Oh, God, that's horrendous. All right. Did you... Did, oh, no. I, I mean, I definitely hadn't heard that before. It's all very uh, sexual... One of them's got to do with perhaps if you hollow out a potato and then you can use your imagination. Um, no, I'm not even going close to saying what that one is. Anyway, hey, I was a soggy cucumber. <laughs> That's probably one too, is it? No, soggy cucumber just brings up a recipe. Yeah, why not? I was a soggy cucumber. I was just soggy is what I'm saying. I got really friggin' soggy on my cycle home today. It was about a 20-minute cycle. I slowed down. I cycled from uh, Old Street to Finsbury Park, which is where I live, uh, for anyone who wants to visualise it. It's usually... I can usually do that in about 15 minutes, not to brag, but in today's rain, I had to really slow it down a bit. It was it was treacherous conditions. Uh, but I made it home. In one very soggy piece, but not a soggy potato. I think we can all agree on that. Well, that's a nice, uh, strong start to this episode, isn't it? What else have I got to tell you? I'm watching a lot of cricket. Uh, I, I mentioned that off and on in this podcast. My Well, it's nothing short of a love of cricket, possibly an obsession. I think some would argue it's an obsession. The World Cup's on. I've been watching a lot of that. Probably too much, I think. Safe to say. We're about halfway there now. I think Australia's doing okay. You'll be pleased to hear. Got beaten by India a couple of weeks ago. That was rough. Uh, And we've got a game possibly already being played by the time this goes out. But it is upcoming at the moment against England. Could really make or break things. The English look good. And although I am half English, the English cricket team is the one team that I just can't get on board with, I'm afraid. I can't, I can't even pretend to support them. I'm, it's nothing short of despise. I despise them with every fibre of my being. Like English people, like England, hate the English cricket team. That's all I'm saying. So today, I know what I'm going to watch again. I've already figured it out. It's a film that I probably couldn't get anyone to watch with me, I imagine. It was huge. It's like 11 years old now. I've got it up in front of me. I'm going to watch Twilight. There's no use in building the suspense. You already know what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Twilight, which is a 2008 American romantic fantasy film based on Stephanie Meyer's novel of the same name. Shout out to Stephanie, if you're listening. I'm not sure if the novel was... I I mean, I guess it's kind of a children's thing, right? Or like a teenager thing, adolescent. I'm sure a lot of people liked the books. I don't know if they were 
um, highly esteemed in terms of their quality. They're no Harry Potter, are they? I've not read those either, but but I I know that Harry Potter is a is just a different beast, isn't it? But Twilight, Twilight was huge at the time. I never watched it, obviously. R. Pats, Robert Pattinson, and uh, Kristen Stewart—they were all the rage around two thousand and eight. Uh, but I don't know if it's really stood the test of time. Like again, Harry Potter—that's still frequently referenced in popular culture but i don't i don't know if twilight is and if twilight had the same level of fanaticism i suppose there's a lot of people in their mid to late 20s now who used to be obsessed with this film perhaps perhaps you're one of them i don't know all these i know there's more than one of these films but i'm only going to watch one this evening as you can imagine one at a time will do so, but it's uh, vampires, isn't it? They're vampires. Is it vampires and werewolves or something? Should be all right. I like I like our pats. I like Kristen Stewart. And there's another guy in it, I think. Um, what's his name? I'm just searching on the internet. Just give me a moment. Oh, Anna Kendrick's in it. She's pretty cool and funny. She plays the character of Jessica something. I can't see her surname. Anyway, maybe I was making... I don't know the other guy's name. Maybe I was making it up. I'll find out soon enough. So, yeah, it's going to be like... It's like brooding, romantic vampires, isn't it? Here we go. Edward. Yeah, that's right. Edward was his name, Arpats. He's a vampire whose family does not drink blood. Oh, that's good. And Bella. Oh, she's not a vampire, is she? Ah, but maybe she'll become a vampire. Because vampires live forever, so he's probably like... Is he like 600 or something? He probably is. I probably shouldn't read all of the Wikipedia. Uh, Doesn't really matter, though, does it? She's... Okay. Does it not say how old? I don't know, I can't find how old he is anyway. R. Pats, I like R. Pats, he's a pretty good dude. I saw him once um, in London at uh, Soho Theatre. He wasn't performing or anything, he was just there. He had a hat on and he had a, a beard, quite a bushy beard. And I was like, oh, sometimes I wear hats and I've got a beard. So I thought maybe we'd, we might have a lot in common. In fact, he's born the same year as me. God, R. Pats. We should spend more time together than that one time we were in the same room. He's the... I think he's the new Batman, isn't he? I'd be up for that, in theory. Is R. Pats the new Batman? Let's Google that. I never saw any of um, Ben Affleck's Batman. But I did like Christian Bale's Batman, and I think R. Pats will be all right, won't he? Robert Pat... Yeah, he's been cast as Batman. Apparently, Robert Pattinson's Batman selection wins over younger fans. Well, that's good. And me. Americans aged 18 to 29 prefer Warner Brothers' choice of the Twilight star over the also-ran Nicholas Holt. I guess he was the other option. Is he English as well? Going down a rabbit hole here. Nicholas Holt is English, but i tell you what he isn't. Batman. <laughs> Not born the same year as me, and I've never seen him in London. And I don't think he's ever had a beard, so... Not interested, Holty. Get out of here. 
God, I should start reading that. That's not interesting at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, Twilight. Twilight. Back to Twilight. Yeah, it was a friggin' phenomenon at the time, I remember. Uh, and it's like, ooh, the sexy vampire. We all, like, all the young girls love the sexy vampire. And he's just um, all, like, moody and pale. She's just quite like what I was as a teenager as well. But, well, except not with the um, thousands, hundreds of thousands of teenage girls madly in love with me. I don't think there was that many. I don't think... I, I'm not actually certain there was any, but there certainly wasn't the same sort of level of mania for the teenage me as there was for our pats. Yeah, I guess it's going to be a like a forbidden love story, isn't it? And... Uh, They'll they'll go to school together, and they're just obviously a vampire family who are trying to just trying to blend in, you know. Like we know that because they don't they don't suck blood or eat blood or drink blood, whatever you do with blood, however you have your blood. And they're gonna meet. It's gonna be in high school, and they're gonna be like uh, they're gonna get it on. But our Pats is gonna be like a bit apprehensive about the love affair because obviously he's a vampire and he will probably find out that he's like been around for 400 years or something. If that, I mean, that's what I assume happens in vampire films. And so it'll be like an on again, off again. Well, I mean, it's going to be on again, off again for a long time because there's like how many of these films, six of them or something, five, there's five. God almighty. I'm not watching five of these, but I will watch this one. Uh, so, and then I guess there's some sort of conflict. Like I do think there's werewolves in it somehow, but are they like, are they enemies, werewolves and vampires? I don't know. Or are they going to have to work together against some sort of evil human who's out to get them? I'm not expecting you to answer these questions, but these are the questions that I'm sort of dying to find out. But obviously, like for me, it's all eyes on R. Pats and K. Stew, their love affair, watching that blossom. I think they, they were together in real life for a long time as well, weren't they? I, I suppose that would have started during this film. So I'll be sure to uh, report on their chemistry, their on-screen chemistry for you. Tell you what I think of that. But I'll just get into it, eh? I don't want to muck around any longer. When you've got Twilight at the tip of your finger, you don't want to spend all day gas bagging, do you? Taylor Lautner, I've heard of him. Maybe that's the other guy. I don't know him, though. Maybe there isn't anyone else that I really like in it. No offence, Taylor. I'm sure you're a good bloke. Okay, yes, absolutely, Miles. Let's watch Twilight. Keen as. All right, here we go. Twilight. Who's here? Edward Cohen. He's totally gorgeous, obviously, but apparently nobody here is good enough for him. <laughs> like I care, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Seriously, like, don't waste your time. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Oh boy, it's all, it's all so ominous, guys. Oh man, no one's happy. Everyone's pasty. It's always raining. God, can relate to that. So we've got uh, Bella, 
Kristen Stewart. She's just moved to this uh, little town. Uh, oh God, where was it? It was somewhere rainy, Wisconsin or something. No, Washington State. She's just moved there to move back or to move in with her dad. She left. Her, she was in Phoenix before. She was the only pasty person in Phoenix, as she said. She had to move back in with her dad because her mum had was going to live on the road with her new husband or some shit like that. And so she's obviously the new girl at the high school in this little rainy town. Everyone's super fascinated by her because they, they, nothing's changed there in time. But the one person who's had the strongest reaction to her is old Eddie Cullen, Edward Cullen, who I've found out is 108 years old. He hasn't revealed that yet, but it says it on the screen now, so so now I know. She's 17. God, he's old enough to know better. When she first got there, he seemed like physically repelled by her. I think actually what was happening was he was feeling some sort of urge to eat her, perhaps. Uh, and, you know, we've all been high school boys. We can all relate to that. Am I right? I don't know if that's appropriate. I don't know if that... Uh, <sighs> That might have sounded a lot worse than it was intended. Anyway, uh, and she was just like, what the heck's this dude's deal? Why is he like, look like he wants to throw up every time he sees me? And he went away for a while and he's like, he's been telling her to stay away, stay away from him. And then she was about to get hit by a car and he saved her. And he like stopped the car Superman style or Batman style, as it were. Um, and put a big dent in the car, and she's like, what the heck is going on here, buddy? And he's like, look, just stay away from me. He's he's like, I didn't stop the car. You hit your head. You're you're seeing things. You're crazy. And meanwhile, there's this other dude, uh, Jacob, who's played by that um, guy we said before, uh, Tyler. Taylor? Um, Taylor. Taylor Lautner. With some, I mean, was it his own hair? He's got long hair. Doesn't suit him, I don't think. I'm sure it's a wig, but I mean, it suits him fine. Who am I to say? God, what a what a judgmental thing to say, Miles. It suits him. It suits you plenty, Taylor. I just think you look probably better with short hair. But hey, more power to you with the long hair. Uh, so he is this like Native American kid who. I mean, we know he's a werewolf. Um, we haven't actually seen him as a werewolf, but we've we get the we get the picture, we get the impression. Uh, and I've just found out now that the Cullens. So it's not just Edward; he's got a family of um, four so-called siblings. Although they're two couples, uh, so which is like a a vampire thing, you know. It's okay if you're a vampire to date your sister, I think. I believe. So there's the five Cullen kids and then the two parents. So they're the, the Cullen clan, uh, the non-blood-drinking uh, vampires. And they are like... I'm not sure exactly. I don't know if they're like sworn ele- sworn enemies with the werewolves or something. That's just come up. I haven't really seen too much of that yet and then I've also just seen some other group of vampires seemingly who are well up for drinking blood and they seem to be causing havoc as well so that's what I think 
we've got we've got some good vampires, some bad vampires, and some werewolves who may or may not be good or bad. I mean, they'll definitely be one of the two. They're not just going to be like neutral, you know. They're not Swiss werewolves, am I right? But yeah, it's got that sort of classic high school drama feel, which I like. You know, taking romances too seriously and lots of brooding. It's narrated by Kristen Stewart writing in her diary, so we get to hear. Like, it opened with her saying something like, I've never thought about how I would die, but if I had to, or something like that. So that gives you an idea of her sort of character. She's a bit um, morbid, I suppose. Her dad seems pretty nice. Her dad's the chief of police, naturally. So he'll be um, he'll be drawn into things at some point. Like, in fact, I think uh, it's unclear whether I think some uh, werewolves killed a guy. At least I was supposed to think there were werewolves, but actually they may have been the other vampires. I'm not sure yet. But anyway, and the dad had to go investigate. He's like some wild animal killed a bloke, killed a security guard. But we know it wasn't a wild animal. Well, it was. It was, but the animal was either a vampire or a werewolf. Ooh, maybe that's what's happening. The vampires are killing people in like a werewolf, <laughs> a werewolf-esque manner to frame the werewolves. All right, there's that's my guess. Because the were, uh, I don't know, the werewolves seem pretty peaceful, but between me and you, there's a strong chance that I'm wrong. But everything else kicking along nicely. I made some dinner, had some um, some stuffed pasta, which is a classic Miles Burgess easy option when he's home alone. It was all right, spinach and ricotta, with a bit of a made a bit of a pesto-y sauce thing. I mean, it was fine. It was really unexciting actually, but it it filled me up. I burnt my hand on some boiling water, which is kind of par for the course. With me, I did well, actually, only to burn one hand tonight, so that's good. So, yeah, I suppose I should keep going. Um, I didn't predict at the start that it's probably going to be a love triangle, in fact, with uh, Bella, Jacob and Edward. Bella, human girl, vampire and werewolf, and they're never in the same room together, so she's just bouncing around between the two of them. I mean, I don't. That does that sound weird? She's just ha- hanging out with both of them. Although Jacob, the werewolf, has been much, much friendlier to her so far. She even said herself, "Edward is a moody bastard. He's a like, he's borderline bipolar." I think classic hundred and eight year old adolescent vampire behavior. But uh, obviously, she will end up with Edward because that's the romance. That's the romance that set our hearts aflutter back in 2008 I guess there's a bit of chemistry so far in a weird way like or she she seems to like have the hots for him although she or she's fascinated well I mean he obviously does for her as well but he's doing his best to put her off yeah no they've definitely they're definitely fancying each other so far but I guess maybe he thinks like well he mustn't be able to hold himself back or he he must fear that he wouldn't be able to hold himself back and he's obviously a a peaceful vampire, a pacifist. So he's probably worried if he goes in for the smooch, he'll end up, I don't know, draining her of all her blood. God, that's just grim, isn't it? 
Young romance, eh? Wasn't like that back when I was a high school student. So yeah, they'll eventually get it on. There'll be a werewolf-vampire confrontation at some point, one would imagine. The other vampires... Oh, there'll be a vampire and vampire fight. Or vampire-werewolf against vampire. It's all possible. The the bad vampires are like these kind of caricatures. They've all got long hair and one of them had his shirt off and the girl was wearing like a fur coat. And they're all like too cool for school. You know, that really like sickeningly try hard cool. That was them. Not like me, I've just got that natural burn your hand when you make dinner cool. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. I don't hate it, so that's something. Like, I, I don't mind it, actually. It's like a high school film. They're always fun. And this one's got vampires. Alrighty, I'm going to carry on with Edward and Bella. See what they're up to. I'll talk to you in a second. Here we go. Twilight. I know what you are. See it. Out loud. Say it. Vampire. So, I really wasn't too sure about this film. I was starting to doubt the uh, story and the acting. And then they went and bloody threw in a baseball scene, didn't they? It's like they knew. Oh boy. Now it's a baseball film. I'm going to have to watch it like ten times. So not long after I started back, Bella, Kristen Stewart, she figured out that something was up with Edward. I mean, she already had an inkling, but she figured out he was a vampire. She's like, your skin's cold. You don't go out in the sunlight. You don't eat. You're 108. And he was like, yeah, mate, I'm a vampire. And shit damn do I want to eat you like you are the tastiest smelling lady I've ever encountered but I can't eat you because I'm not a human eating vampire his him and his family are so-called vegetarians uh because they only eat animals (laughs) which I which isn't the same as a human vegetarian who doesn't eat animals but a, a vampire vegetarian only eats animals. No vegetables, but but you know what they mean. Edward actually made a harsh, unnecessarily harsh anti-tofu remark saying that comparing uh, their only eating animals diet to a vegetarian only eating tofu and never being fully satisfied. I'll have you know that I am 100% satisfied from tofu. What's wrong with tofu, Edward? You can be plenty satisfied by tofu. You're just not doing it right, mate. I mean, he's never tried tofu, so what would he know anyway? Stupid Edward. What else happened? Yeah, his skin sparkles in the sun. So there was this bit. Oh, they mentioned that um, whenever the sun's out, the uh, Cullen kids don't come to school. And then I was like, ah, oh, because they're vampires and vampires can't go in the sun because they, like, explode or melt or some shit. But then he was like, no, nah, we can't go in the sun because we just turn into, like, sparkly gold. Which doesn't seem that bad, really. I mean, I get that you don't want other people to see it because it gives it away that you're something different. But it doesn't really seem that burdensome just to turn you into a piece of jewellery whenever you're in the sun. 
another really weird thing, he has been watching her in her sleep because he doesn't sleep. She went round to his house and she was in his room and she was like, where's your bed? And he's like, don't have one, mate. I don't do any sleeping. I just play the piano and listen to music and climb trees. He's big into tree climbing. He's like part monkey. But he just goes into her bedroom at night, like when she's asleep, and climbs through the window because he's got like super climbing skills and just watches her sleep. And she's like, have you always done that? And he's like, for a couple of months. And they've been going out for like three days because they're officially a couple. Did I mention that? They, they're an item now. As soon as she realized he was a vampire and told him about it, they were like, I'm in love. She was like, there's only three things I'm certain of. One, Edward's a vampire. Two, he wants to drink my blood. And three, I'm irretrievably in love with him or irreversibly in love with something, irresomething, irresponsibly in love with him, more like. Hey, am I right? She's got a death wish, this girl. Uh, so, uh, we found out that it was, or that it is the other vampires doing the killing. So my apologies to any werewolves listening. I did jump the gun a bit earlier thinking that it was you guys. I'm sure you guys are actually peace loving and no, maybe it was never cause werewolves just happen every month. They, they just happen in the full moon, don't they? So they're in control. And then there's just that one night when they're not in control. So, wow, that's just some real werewolf ignorance on my part. Sorry, guys. You obviously never even a chance of multiple killings in the one month. It'd all happen at once, wouldn't it? Silly me. Sorry about that, guys. So anyway, it is these other vampires. And they, there's three of them, as I mentioned. And they they just intruded the on the Cullen family baseball game. Which was okay because they were just like, oh, you guys are vampires. Sorry, I didn't realize that this uh, there were already vampires here. Yeah, 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 we're vampires too, actually. That's cool, man. What? Hang on a second, I smell a human. And then they smelt uh, Bella because she was there umpiring the baseball game. Because uh, she's not as good a baseball player as the Cullens because they're vampires and they have mad baseball skills. And so they were like, hmm, a snack. You brought us a snack. And they're talking about Bella and they're like, no, she is not for eating. She's our friend. Get the heck away from her. And there was like, there's six Cullens and only three of these guys. So they all like, <laughs> like made that noise at each other. which is a similar noise to the one I make when I get allergies in the middle of the night. But uh, we don't have to go into that. And so the three were like, I'm sorry, we don't want to fight you guys. We'll get out of here. And so they like walked off. And then Edward, Edward was like, come on, Bella, we've got to get out of here. Oh, did I ever mention that Edward can read people's thoughts? He can. I think I, maybe I did. I can't remember. He can read people's thoughts apart from Bella's. So anyway, he was like, one of them, I've read his thoughts and he wants to eat you. He's a tracker uh, and he'll, he'll never give up. It'll be like a game for him. Like, we'll have to kill him. But then after that, he was like, come on, let's get in the car and we'll drive to Canada or something, which I don't really get. Like, if you need to kill him, just, like, kill him now. You got a baseball bat there, six on three. You know, you do the math. And so he's like, so now that's where I'm at. That's where I've stopped it. Edward's, like, driving Bella away. And she's like, no, we've got to go home. Take me home or whatever. And he's like, no, that's the first place that he'll go. And I was like, and she's like, yeah, obs. I need to go and save my dad. I can't just let my dad get eaten by a vampire. That would be nuts. 
And he's like, we don't have time. We can't, like, I can't let anything happen to you or whatever. And she's like, mate, he's my friggin' dad. What are you on about? Get me back there. So that's where I've stopped. I, I assume that they're not just going to drive off and be on the run for the rest of the film. I'd say they are going to stay and face the music. I wonder, just a thought, I'm just, I was just thinking, how are the werewolves actually going to come into this? But I wonder if this is all going to reach its climax on a full moon and maybe the werewolves will get involved in the fight against the vampires or they'll just be more involved in the next four films. Both good options. So that's going to be the end of the film. The last half hour is going to be this takedown of the three bad vampires. I'm not sure if all the Cullens are going to be involved or if it's just going to have to be Edward on his own. He has just He's done a classic like Harry Potter move and just gone off on his own now and not stayed with the the sort of older, wiser, stronger vampires that were in his group. God, Harry... I, I friggin' hate Harry Potter. Every time he, he would, like, run off, he'd be like, there's, like, three of them and 20 of us. I'll go and kill them on my own. He did it every time. And he always just created more problems. I'm sorry, Harry. I just think you're a bit of a dick. I thought Harry Potter was a bit of a dick. There I said it. Sorry that I'm focusing on Harry Potter so much in this Twilight episode. But I have strong feelings on the subject, okay? And I will not be silenced. Although that's all I have to say about it. So yeah, uh, I wonder if there'll be any good casualties. Hopefully the dad won't die, surely not. Edward and Bella obviously don't die. Maybe someone in the Cullen family or maybe an incidental werewolf could cop it. But uh, the the big three are all going to survive to see another day. Taylor's going to get a haircut at some point. Edward will just keep brooding. He's so broody. Oh, man, is he broody. But, uh, yeah, I think I've got nothing else to do other than just to finish this thing off. It's fine, you know. It's fine. Like I said, I don't, I don't hate it. It's fine. It's not a, a piece of cinematic mastery. But, you know, it's all right. A nice strong review. All right, I'm going to finish off Twilight. Here we go. Edward, why did you save me? You just let the venom spread. I could be like you right now. You don't know what you're saying. You don't want this. I want you. Always. All right, I did it. I got to the end. I watched Twilight. I've seen Twilight now. Can never change that. It was fine. It was fine. Bella got saved. The bad vampire got killed. It's all left set up for four more sequels. I don't think I'm going to watch them though. But it was fine. Honestly, it was fine. So they tried to... They they did all work together. The Cullens all worked together and they tried to put this evil vampire off their trail one of his so there was three bad vampires right you remember that and one of them even came and saw the Cullens and was just like look I don't want anything to do with this other guy he's pure evil I'm sick of his antics I'm just coming to warn you about him and I'm going I don't want to I don't want any trouble from you guys 
And it's the sort of thing that you'd think might be a trap, but it wasn't. He was just genuinely, he was fed up with him. So they only had to worry about two vampires. But then, really, they didn't even have to worry about the woman. They only had to worry about the, the guy vampire. Uh, but it's set up for them to have to worry about the woman vampire in the next instalment, I imagine. But the vampire tricked Bella into coming to this abandoned, well, not abandoned, just empty ballet studio. I mean, it had been abandoned at the end of that day, but people will return the next day. Although it's in quite a state now because there was a big old vampire fight and a vampire fire. (laughs) Oh, man. So the vampire bit Bella, but not, like, hard because Edward got there in time and, like, pushed him off and fought him. Uh, And then all the Cullens killed the bad vampire. Don't know what his name was. But Bella had, like, the vampire poison coursing through her veins... And so Edward had to suck it out, the the poison. But he had to do it, like, and he had to stop before he'd killed her because obviously he loves blood. He loves the taste of her blood. So he had to show the will to stop. And I think that's probably, like, a setup for in one of the later movies when he'll eventually turn her into a vampire. He's now figured out because he can stop himself because he doesn't want to kill her because he loves her. So he saved her, and then at the end she's like, why did you do that? Dude, I was going to turn into a vampire. That's literally the one thing that I want more than anything. We could have been together forever. And he was like, Bella, mate, I like you. I think you're really good looking, and you, you've got a great personality. Um, you're, you're a little bit morbid, but I think you've got sort of quite a nice uh, dark sense of humour. Um, you're really talented and all those things. Like, I think there could be a future for us. But, like, you know, we've been together for, like, a week. Let's not commit to all of eternity just yet. Like, let's, you know, I don't even know your surname yet. What is, like, let's go on a few dates. What, tell me, like, tell me more about yourself. What What do you do for, like, what do you do for kicks? What do you, like, you, oh, you like to talk about death and, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. Anyway, I imagine that's what it's like when they're interacting uh, off camera. So yeah, that was basically it for this one. Uh, There was this weird bit at the end, which again, setting up for the next one, where Jacob, the werewolf, I mean, who we don't technically know is a werewolf yet, but he's a werewolf. Um, Oh, Edward took Bella to the prom, and then she was, like, they, they arrived... And then somehow Edward just left her alone for a few minutes straight away. Not sure where he went. It was um, plot-driven, that decision. And Jacob, the long-haired werewolf, showed up out of nowhere. And he was like, my dad sent me. He paid me $20 to come and talk to you. And she's like, all right, that's weird. But what did he want to tell me? Or what does he want you to tell me? And he was like, he just wanted to tell you that he thinks you should break up with Edward and that we'll be watching you. And she's like, well, that's the weirdest thing anyone's ever said to me. Your dad said that. The dude, like that old guy in a wheelchair that like watches baseball with my dad and drinks beers has just paid you money to come and tell me that 
he's going to be watching me and he wants me to break up with my boyfriend. Like, is that okay? Can he, like, what if I told my dad that? I don't think my dad's going to be too happy. My dad who, like, constantly walks around with a shotgun and is the chief of police, his best mate who is always hanging out with him is going to be watching his teenage daughter and is making threats that she should break up with her boy. Like, I understand that your dad's paid you and 20, like $20 is a lot of money to a 17 year old. So I get that you're just here, like trying to earn an honest buck. And I I don't begrudge you for that, Jacob, you werewolf, but, but your dad's a bit messed up, man. Like what's his deal? And, and uh, she said something like that. And then Jacob's just like, eh, just, I gotta go. But, you know, just remember what I said. Like, and she's like, well, I wouldn't possibly be able to forget. Even if I tried, I wouldn't be able to forget. That was so disturbing. I'm, I'm so traumatized by your dad right now. He's always been, like, I've known him since I was a baby. He's always been really nice to me. And now he's just dropped this $20 bomb on me. Bombshell. And then Edward came. And uh, they sort of had a little broody stare at each other. And then Jacob, the werewolf, walked off. And then Edward said, uh, this was a good line. It's probably the best line of the film. He was like, uh, I leave you alone for two minutes and the wolves descend. Hey, we get it. Bella didn't because um, she doesn't know he's a werewolf. She was just like, no, 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 that's Jacob. That's Jacob. He's a... and, and then she didn't be like, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. He just said to me that, his dad wants me to break up with you and that they, they're watching me. She didn't say that to Edward. She was just like, hey, let's go. It's prom. Um, so that all happened. And then at the very end, we just saw the the other bad vampire, the woman. Her name is Victoria. I didn't remember her name. She was just staring at them through the window. They were dancing, slow dancing on like a... Uh, not a patio... What are the ones with, like, kind of like the bandstand in a park? What are they, are they called? Pergolas? There's just, like, they're just standalone. They're not attached to any building. Is that a pergola? Anyway, whatever those things are, they were dancing in one of those. And the bad vampire Victoria was just staring out the window at them. She was dressed in, a, like, a prom dress as well for some reason. She wasn't a student. And then the end of the film is just her walking down the stairs. And... She lets her hair down, like literally. She she had her hair tied up and she lets it down, and then Radiohead starts playing, and it's the it's the end. There's the all, there's all the credits, and so that was it. That was literally the whole movie. It was all right. Like it didn't do enough for me to like dislike it. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of gurning, a lot of biting lips, and you know the face you pull when you really want to. S- suck someone completely dry of all their blood there's a lot of that face being pulled and just a lot of intensity really intense facial expressions but you know it was all right it was all right uh yeah hey that i think that'll about do me that was me watching twilight Plenty more where that came from. Alrighty. Well, there you are. That was it. That was me watching Twilight, as you heard. I hope it was alright. Did you enjoy it? 
Yeah, it was okay, wasn't it? It wasn't my favourite film ever, but I've spent a lot of time in the the weeks since I recorded that thinking about Robert Pattinson's jawline. I didn't really talk about it at the time, but man, that's something else, isn't it? And I just, I've just now um, looked it up. I wanted to know if that was a thing. And the first article I found is definitive proof that Robert Pattinson's jawline is the most important thing to ever happen. I believe it. I believe it. It's that there's not, I mean, it's not an article. It's just a load of pictures of his jawline. And they are all incredible. One of them's got a blurb that says, Some say that God rested on the seventh day, but that's obviously a lie. He clearly created Robert Pattinson's jawline on the seventh day. Well, hats off to you, God. It's a thing of beauty. So I, I'm... You can quote me on this in the future. I'm not ruling out that I'll one day be friends with Robert Pattinson. I'm not, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen. But I'm saying at this point, I'm not ready to rule it out, okay? I think there might be a future there. Not romantic, just a bromance. An Arpat's bromance. Arpat's and my burr, as you're free to call me. Let's see, I'm two, I'm two months older than him. Four centimetres taller than him, thank you very much. But I've appeared in 38 less films than him. Can you guess how many films he's been in? It's uh, 38. 38. I haven't been in any films. But I've watched a few now, haven't I? All right, well, that was fun. Um, Thanks so much for listening. You absolute legends. It means the world to me, especially when I'm on my own and you still choose to come and listen. That means that at least some of you like me. (laughs) And... If that's not what this whole thing's about, then I don't know what it is. Uh, Keep trying to get more people to like me. That's all I could ever ask and will ever ask. And I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Alrighty. I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Look after yourselves. See yous.